Thank you. Good morning. 8.45 slot. Honesty is a topic. A room full of business and technology leaders talking about honesty on Valentine's Day. I do not know how I got myself into this, uh, but that's where we are. And I kind of thought Saturday, I was thinking, is it right that this topic is on Valentine's Day or, or wrong? Not sure. Um, but, um, and frankly, it made me think that um, Doug and I actually stumbled onto this topic. We, he reached out to me a few months ago and, um, about this opportunity, and of course I was interested in doing it. And uh, I'm going to be honest with you in that it took me a while to really hone in on what I wanted to talk about. And it just popped into my head uh, literally the second time we, we spoke after exchanging emails. And I thought, why did that happen? And if you think about when you're introducing yourself, and I'm going to do that right now with backing up, you back up to a milestone. Many of us do, right? Or, or that project or that job or that opportunity. And mine, some of you have heard, some of my old friends in the room, was 2005. It was my first um, large project to lead as a change management practitioner, a change leader. And that was a two-year SAP project for a spirits and wine company you all probably know very well here. Uh, that's today is Beam Suntory. That project uh, went well over its um, budget, uh, its um, contingency at least by 25%. We did a lot of cool things and we made a, lot, a ton of mistakes and I learned a lot from that. But ever since then, I've been involved in, whether it's SAP or building new buildings, uh, moving people from one office to the next, to efficiency programs, there are those phases of the project, right? Or that initiative that you're part of. And all of that, whether it's, you know, the I gotta talk with my hands, whether it's the waterfall, it's that linear time is there. And the waterfall kind of fits to that linear time. But we know whether you're doing agile or not, there's multiple sub teams, right? There's the project team, the sub teams, the stakeholders, the key stakeholders, and then the wide audience, and then some of the external people. And it's all pushing and pulling on us. And we get stressed out and we get challenged to what? You just tell me what, what comes to mind. We get challenged to do what? I need your help. Anyone? Yeah, speak up. Faster, better. What do we get challenged to do from a human standpoint, though? What's, what's hard in those moments? Tell the truth. <laughs> right. What did you say? Patience? Yeah, absolutely. I have very low patience. Uh, I have a need for pace. And it's not necessarily low patience with people, but I have a need for pace. And um, when I don't feel like I'm getting the things done in that project, it's very difficult. So anyway, where I'm going with this in honesty is not just um, what do we think about when you hear the word honesty? Well, uh, well, let me back up. I want to know your first reaction when you saw or heard that this topic was going to be talked about today. So here I need you to be very honest as well. You, authenticity. What was your reaction though? Intrigued? Come on, I need some negatives. Somebody in this room probably had an eye roll. Regurgitate speed of trust. Can, oh, okay. 
I didn't know about that, and thank you. That's, you're being very honest. Anyone else? Did anyone have an eye roll like, oh, it's the soft stuff, you know? Confused. <laughs> it's good to see you again, by the way. Good. Thank you for those reactions, all right? What is the first word or phrase that comes to mind when you think of honesty in the workplace? Some of you are given some already, but it's okay to hear them again. Transparency. Gosh, went right to it. Thank you. We're going to hold that and come back to it. Integrity. I'm sorry. Rare. More honesty. Risk. Accountability. Gosh, this is good. I'm sorry. Vulnerability. I got to hold my thoughts because it's making me want to share something I'm going to share later. Very good. Thank you. I appreciate that. I, as Doug said, when we had to change venues, I would much rather be down here with you guys facilitating. And we were going to, we hoped that we'd have a big board because I wanted to collect some of your ideas that we're going to go to in a minute. Um, so we're going to do this together and we'll just keep going. And I appreciate you speaking up because it'll probably help for those on the video who probably can't he'll hear you. And I'll do my best to repeat so it may feel a little bit redundant. So let's just, I did a little bit of searching out there just to ground us, right? But the searches I made, uh, this one, for example, uh, from compliance and ethics, um, I won't read it to you. You can read. But there's a couple of phrases in here that really ring true to me when I think of honesty or who's an honest employee in the workplace. And it's not just telling the truth. So you guys tell me, which, which is your favorite phrase that you see here? When it, especially when it comes to projects. Cannot tolerate lying. Fudging data, that, that was mine. Okay, really the point of this is, um, I think when we say honesty at work and we're talking about it, maybe as part of a leadership breakout or as part of just a project kickoff, people tend to immediately think, well, are you calling me a liar? And that's not ex at all what we're meaning, but it's maybe we're not sharing en enough information. And so what I'd like to do um, as we move forward is I want you to think about, if you haven't already, project scenarios. And those scenarios could be very PM-centric, like milestones or events, um, or uh, just stages along the way where information sharing is really challenged and it really needs to come, come to pass, all right? So if we can do that, It's again, I'll just do this. I wanna, I wanna be down there with you guys. So give me an example of the scenarios in the project where this can happen. And it, again, it doesn't have to be necessarily a milestone, but I just gave you that as an idea. Project is behind and what? Oh, and, and the matter is serious, they are. Okay. And in that role, are you a project manager or are you a key contributor or? Yeah, yeah. So has anyone been in that situation? Your, the project is off schedule and 
you have to share that. Where are some of the op uh, places where you need to share that? Executive readouts, steering team meetings, right? And depending upon that relationship, right, is dependent upon how resistant some people are to share that. So that, that's one example. I, thank you very much. And that example just could be pressure, right? Um, it's bad news. Is that the way you were thinking of it, Vivian, or did you think of it a, in a different way? Yeah, I figure it did to be no edited. And the idea or you should throw a third or your fetched in or to see about some method method. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, and you said behind for a so schedule, so there's always pressure to complete on time. And the what happens the the more that you kinda of hold that information. Yeah, it is First of all, you're stressed out and the team kind of knows it anyway, but time is moving forward and now it's getting harder and harder, right? So I think it's in that case, it's literally just one example is courage, courage to bring it up. And it's always best to bring the truth up earlier than later, right? There are a lot of good phrases about that. Okay, great one. I'm looking for something different. Yes, sir. I've had situation where uh, someone in a project is the eternal optimist. Yeah. And uh, it's like just two more things need to happen and we'll be back on schedule. But for those two things to happen, the stars need to align and galaxies need to shift. But they still think, you know, that this is this is going to do it. So they keep kind of pushing that ball a little bit forward. In that situation, uh, you guys are doing a good job of protecting the innocent, which we, we know you we would do, right? And uh, so um, was that, can you share what role that person had? Or have you, if it wasn't just one person, you know, what generally, where do you, what role is that? Well, it just it happened a couple of times, but I had a tech lead. And he said a tech lead. So we were doing software development and uh, we did the design and you know, we had to get a virtual environment up and a couple of other things up in order for it to, you know, to, to hit that milestone. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what was your, where does the honesty and transparency come in here? Was it you having that conversation? I had, I did it. I had to like, help them understand the difference between fantasy and reality. Yeah. Um, it was a little bit painful, but we yeah. got there. Yeah, so the scenario for those watching is this, uh, this person kind of took that, that uh, persona of being overly optimistic. And in that situation, our contributor here in the room found that having that one-to-one -one conversation, which is exactly another opportunity where I appreciate you going, um, having that conversation just to share feedback with that individual, right? So uh, those aren't always easy. Uh, so two places so far we've talked about here is just courage. Some people call it managerial courage. I don't like that word, but just courage to share, share the truth and share where we are, get that out on the table. And the second one here, it was an opportunity to be honest and have a one-to-one. -one. And so these, are, these things aren't rocket science. But it's still hard to do when you think back to my initial description of all those pushes and pulling and time. And we're all trying to create our pieces of the puzzle to be not only fit the puzzle, but look good. So when that end product, that end puzzle is done, it's valuable to the business. Thank you very much.
All right, let's keep going. This is this is the meat I wanted to go to, and I know it's harder to hear in here, um, but uh, these are good examples. What else do we have? The unintended production outage due to human ear. Unintended production outage due to human error. Sounds like you have a very specific memory of this, right? Yeah, yeah. So what was your honesty moment there or, or transparency? What did you have to do? It was to me. When your deal was made, it was probably, man, you're dealing with Medicare members, members and get a situation where we actually deleted at 80,000 letters. Uh, so so the, the sooner you know that it had it, the sooner you could back it out and you're sore, but if you give someone that kind of hides it, it slowly kind of... It festers, right? So for the video, give me just a moment. Sorry about that. It's like public service announcement. Uh, this, this person's um, example was uh, a production. I think I already said that, but I'll say it again. The production outage of 80,000 people were affected. Yeah. And so they were probably temporarily deleted. And then so that spawned probably other negative uh, things that um, the colleague of this person had to deliver that information to whom? Yes, to their senior leader. Do you know how that conversation went? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're looking like it wasn't pleasant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And to end the movie, everything's okay. All right. Good. Good. Thank you for that. Yeah, that was it was just all out of that saying to work. Both you fear. That's you. Yeah. I still think. All right. I end the cruise So, yes, there is. Far to be honest, I'm going to be afraid and be. I think I heard the other phrase that I wanted to hear is did I hear you say culture of fear? Okay, so culture of fear was raised that maybe that was the why or the root cause of the person not wanting to share the information in, in the beginning. And so I think it's not just, it could just be a culture of fear, but that could be in pockets in some organization or even just some pockets of the project team. It's so dynamic. Or it could just be fear that we have, right? And it, it, it's, you don't want to admit it sometimes, uh, that we each may have a fear, but when you get in those situations, it's human nature. It is absolutely human nature and it's okay. All right. If any of us say that we have never been fearful in our lives, I don't care if it's falling four feet or taking a dive off, off a diving board, we're lying to ourselves. So for some reason, when we grow up and we get on the project, we uh, tend to be stoic and act like Fear is not going to get us, but that's when it usually does. All right. These are great. Uh, so we had courage. We had fear. And we have a one-to-one -one conversation, which could introduce, it's another word, that a one-to-one -one conversation could be based on, hey, I got to have the one-to-one with this person. We got some conflict, Right. In that situation, the conflict wasn't necessarily negative, but it was a conflicting kind of view of that of the project status. Same thing, need a one to one. And I bet after that one to one, no matter how you know uncomfortable it may have felt, did things get better? Well, when you look at the reason behind this 
optimism. Yeah. You want her to do a good job. So can't fault them right at that. It's just more along the lines of project risk that we needed to talk about. So that's kind of how that went. So. Just yesterday, my latest client, um, we spoke uh, the day before. My colleague and I were on the phone with a, a, a North American HR leader talking about change and how it was going to affect people. And his view was, folks in production, it's going to be fine. Next day, after we turn to flip the switch, no big change. The next day, we're talking to a project manager whom we figured would have that point of view times two. His was all emotional that, oh, we got, we got to be in front of the message. We got to take care of these people's emotion because they're going to be very emotional when this large company's name change comes out. And it was so backwards that they're on the same team, right? This is the same uh, spinoff team. And not only were their views backwards, it's not as we would have expected. We have an HR guy, we have a project manager, and they were different. So great opportunities, again, to never assume what people are thinking and just have those conversations. Anyone else have any more examples for us? I'm, I'm being cognizant. You give me a flash when it's time to keep going, All right, because so, I won't have much more after this. Yes. Yes, sir. So would your sense he has greater submission? Yeah, yeah, just a second. If you've talked about bad touch in February 24th, I'm not sure that was. And we, uh, what I was going to say is that it's not bad. We come along with like stuff where the bodies can the human error happens or just where somebody who's in a key position, whether they're a director or a manager, that does something feel like they wrong and as something for kind of protects their reputation. Yeah, yeah. So our honesty gets challenged with that. We want to protect the other customer piece. Yes. It gets so complex, right? Right. That example is from a contractor consultant point of view, and there has been an error within the organization. We have to call it out as an external person, but we ha need to protect, you know, the, the face and we want to come across in a professional way, but we also have to deliver the truth. So that's a, that's an extra layer of complexity there. Yes, ma'am. Um, <clears throat> When I used to work in the university system, um, one of the things that we discovered in our leadership um, classes that we took um, for personal development is the whole idea that everybody wants to be honest, but sometimes people don't feel comfortable um, sharing their opinions. Yes. So one of the things that helps is providing opportunities for people to understand what the real questions are going to be before they're setting, before they sit in the room and give feedback. And then also understanding that just because somebody doesn't agree with your point of view, doesn't mean that they're, that they, that you shouldn't hear it. Sure. And, and I think that that's the most important thing is listening, making people feel heard, makes them feel comfortable with being honest. Yeah. So I heard a couple of things there. You said that you all set, expectations or made the questions available prior to this sit down or this group meeting right uh, even what you call that meeting helps to kind of diffuse the tension right and so that was that's really good that's creative i think a lot of times we want to do that and we just don't feel like we have the time it's like let's just get everybody together we got to talk and then people come in they're not prepared or maybe their expectations weren't even set that they were going to come to the table maybe they needed time to get the facts and it's, right, because sometimes 
I feel untruthful. I see some heads nodding. I feel untruthful maybe myself because I just didn't get all the facts, but I'm trying my best to answer the question today. So thank you for sharing that. Excellent. Yes. I was just going to say, um, along with the mind, can also see a cultural thing. You talked about a culture of fear, not in my current organization, but at a previous organization. You got a friend, right? Yeah, yeah, I got a, yeah, a friend. <laughs> brought in on, as a technical, in a technical leadership role to a team, and we had a front of Tilbing Live in about one month, right? Yeah. And uh, the team, I passed the team out. It's going, that's always we weren't testing it complete yet. And I was like, well, I'm guessing you told our stakeholders, like, dude, we can't sell them that part. And I was like, have to tell them that. And so I'm like, well, I'm going to go to our product team to tell them, like, and so I went and told them, and you would have thought I opened the door to the boardroom and threw a grenade and then walked away and got coffees. Uh, wow. I said, our testing is a lead. I had never been reamed out so much by a senior leader in my company as I was for, oh. for, telling, for telling that. It went off for multiple days, by the way, the, my butt chewing that I got for that particular bit of honesty. So, um, yeah, so I think it just sort of starts from the top, right? And yeah. you wanted, if you're a senior leader, I think it's important to encourage, you know, yes, you may not be happy with the message, but we'd rather know the truth than have it go live untested for a How did you feel with all, while all the butt chewings were going on? It, I didn't feel great. It was scourging for me as honest, um, and I'm no longer with that old music. That's right. There, there we go. But I'm going to guess that deep down, you were, you were probably feeling just fine. Yeah, I mean, I thought I did the right thing, but yeah. no one likes to be in it. Yeah, right. You jeopardized our reputation. IT took a hit because you had to go. Yeah, but it's so much worse, I think, and I apologize about those those conversations. No, I don't apologize, but I'm sorry you had to go through that. So, but uh, it's so much worse though, holding it back, knowing that that you know that the risk is still there. All right, I'm going to move forward. These, oh, we got a hand up, so I will definitely honor that. Well, one horn, I think it's that just in trouble with courage, but it is a calling out thing often our projects being a part of willing to accept mediocrity. Accepting mediocrity. To be in timeline, to be a, oh, we're sorry, to asking folks to really wishing to to do right. Yeah, yeah. That's a very uh, kind of covered under a blanket, right? It's like, we're talking and we're moving it forward, but every, a few people kind of know that eh, the quality's suffering, right? Is that what you're talking about? That it, 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 oh, the quality. You get a roadblock, uh, everything just assumes that are a fun interlude. And so as you're told me, yeah, and lowered those expectations always. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to try to add more to that. Well put. Thank you. <clears throat> okay. I'm going to move us forward. I'm going to show you just um, a couple that a few of us put together. Um, and I, I have, if anybody would like this, I've got, it's very editable. As you can see at the bottom, I've got some openings because the way we were going to facilitate this at the other place was a little different. But anyway, um, you can see the examples. I have three up there. A couple of them were close to what you guys shared. Uh, but the wavy paths are there because it's very unpredictable. You don't know when it's going to happen. You might think it's going to happen at the testing phase or the first phase gate or stage gate, if I said that right. Uh, but the little vertical lines I have, some are bolded, some are not. This is different milestones, right? Or different activities that happen in a project. So if you all would like 
this I'm sure we're providing it right and we can make sure you get an editable copy but it was just something that that I felt it, from all the years that's just the way it feels like in my head and I think it could be something that you share in a kickoff right right at the beginning or during the planning phase just to get it oh, go ahead let's go ahead and get this out on the table when these things happen let's agree as as a group or as a group of stakeholders urging same sharing this with the steering team members they got the same pressures with just extra zeros behind them right so this is um how i see it in my head and it's it's very kind of asymmetrical but wanted to share that and finishing up i thought we just spoke about this in projects and and it's not just projects right initiatives um any kind of change activities that are going it could be brief it could be medium-sized large etc but this uh, when i was searching the web this really hit me is about the changed workplace no longer a changing workplace it's already changed right hybrid whether you call it virtual um but i thought the statement was really powerful is honesty or sharing of information is really challenged even more just in day-to-day -day meetings behind the screen and it's again it's not because someone's maybe intending to be dishonest but they just have this wall of virtual to be kind of hidden behind or be or they're focused on other things and we're all guilty on it right so um, it's just something to be aware of keenly and I think that we as leaders, if, if we're truly applying leadership, that we address these things early, um, it may feel a little, gosh, gotta stop and have another meeting before a meeting, but call it what it is, you know, put it on the table. So I'm gonna end with a couple of you all brought up trust and integrity. This is, this is a really helpful slide that uh, we at Centric have, um, and it just, sometimes words like trust and integrity, they sound vague and they sound, oh, it's so human, it's over here. Or I only get that when I go to a leadership conference or training, et cetera, or I took my 360 feedback. But it's all the time. So you build trust through, the best definition I ever saw is you build trust through character and competency. These others matter as well, but I love that simplicity of just character, who you are, you show up, you follow up. And if I say I'm a change leader, I need to know what I'm doing, right? So, or if you're a technician or you're an engineer, you need to know your X's and O's, but you do it with good character, right? So that's, again, it's not rocket science, but that's what builds trust. People go, they know what they're talking about, and they proved it by following up with me and being honest. It, and once I found that definition, I only found it a year and a half ago in the efficiency program, you know, that we were working on. Um, and it just really allowed me to bring it up more in a better way than just say, hey, let's build trust. Let's, let's be transparent. Tie it to a real definition, you know. So, again... These are more examples, and I've bolded them, that of how your activities around this and your peers can happen every day. You'll have access to these slides. Um, and takeaways. Um, I 
you guys brought this to the table. So thank you, first of all, for speaking up in a room where it's hard to hear. Um, but um, Doug, I'd turn it to you, do you as far as takeaways from this um, and having done this, um, done this program, what do you think? We've got a lot of good ideas that came from the group. 